Hello and welcome to the August 5th episode of 10, my name is Ryan and I will be your host today. Today I will report to you on some of the most interesting news from around the world such as President Trump looking into an executive action to prevent evictions and provide additional relief for Americans unemployed as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. A new poll from Gallup finds that 58% of Americans approve of how the Supreme Court is handling its job. Facebook launches an Instagram-based short video sharing took called Reels to compete with TikTok, and much more. In our first story of the day, President Trump said at a news conference Wednesday he is exploring executive action to prevent evictions and provide additional relief for Americans unemployed as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. He also said he is considering a term-limited suspension of the payroll tax. What he says he will not do is quote a bailout of poorly run states and quote, which he says Democrats favor. Though the White House, Republican and Democratic leaders have been negotiating about legislation for the next relief bill, they remain far from a deal after expanded unemployment benefits expired for millions of Americans last week. The Senate, which is supposed to be in recess next week, might be in session until a deal on a package is reached. After the GOP convention was scaled back dramatically due to the virus, Mr. Trump is entertaining the possibility of giving his acceptance speech from the White House. The president has also been sending conflicting messages about voting by mail in recent days. He insists voting by mail is not safe in states, like Nevada, which has Democratic leadership and is sending ballots to all registered voters. The Trump campaign is suing the state over its plan to send ballots to all voters. But he feels differently about Florida. In court news, a new poll from Gallup finds that 58% of Americans approve of how the Supreme Court is handling its job, the highest rating in more than a decade. The poll of Americans' attitudes toward the court was conducted last month, amid the end of a blockbuster term that saw the justices issue rulings which delivered wins and losses to both liberals and conservatives alike. The final weeks of the term included a split decision over access to Trump's tax returns and a ruling to extend federal anti-discrimination protections to LGBT people in the workplace. According to Gallup, the last time the Supreme Court received a similarly high rating from Americans was in 2009, the year Justice Sonia Sotomayor was confirmed and became the court's first Hispanic justice. Over the intervening decade, the court's rating dipped below 50% for several years though more recently it has hovered around that figure. In weather news, about 2.2 million homes and businesses have no electrical power after the powerful storm IAI is whipped through the mid-Atlantic and northeast on Monday and Tuesday. The outages were concentrated in the tri-state area. As of Wednesday evening, power was out for more than 687,000 customers in New Jersey, some 634,000 customers in New York and more than 678,000 customers in Connecticut. In all, outages stretched from North Carolina up to Maine. At least seven people were killed as Tropical Storm IAI has made its way across the East Coast on Monday and Tuesday. As the storm moved to Canada, it left in its wake flooded U.S. neighborhoods and residents cleaning up. In international news, as Lebanon's investigation into the devastating blast in Beirut continues, officials have pointed to a possible cause. A massive shipment of agricultural fertilizer that authorities say was stored in the port of Beirut without safety precautions for years, despite warnings by local officials. Documents reveal that a shipment of 2,750 metric tons of ammonium nitrate arrived in Beirut on a Russian-owned vessel in 2013. The ship was destined for Mozambique, but stopped in Beirut due to financial difficulties that also created unrest with the ship's Russian and Ukrainian crew.
Once it arrived, the ship never left Beirut's port. Ammonium nitrate has been implicated in deadly industrial explosions in the past, and is known to require careful handling. Perhaps the closest comparison to Beirut's explosion, in terms of scale, is a blast in Texas City in 1947, which was caused by 2,300 tons of ammonium nitrate. The resulting fire caused an explosion and additional fires that damaged more than 1,000 buildings and killed nearly 400 people. In more international news, a historic sculpture in Italy is now missing some of its toes, thanks to an overeager tourist. The man damaged the 200-year-old sculpture last week while posing for a photo, the museum said. The tourist, who is from Austria, broke several toes off of the statue while he was leaning on the sculpture, trying to mimic its pose for a photo op. The visitor left the museum without notifying anyone of the damage. A museum official noticed the damage a few minutes after the incident occurred and declared an emergency situation. The sculpture was commissioned in 1804. The artwork is part of the museum's collection of plasters used to cast bronze, marble and terracotta statues. The museum was able to recover the missing fragments and said there will be discussions in the next few weeks about restoring the work. The person responsible has since turned themselves in and said they would do anything possible to rectify the situation. In environmental news, satellite imaging has revealed that there are nearly 20% more emperor penguin colonies in Antarctica than previously thought. Scientists discovered 11 new colonies, meaning there are now 61 colonies across the continent overall. It is difficult to study emperor penguins, which need sea ice to breed, because they live in remote and often inaccessible areas with temperatures as low as minus 50 degrees Celsius. Climate change is a real threat to the species as the loss of sea ice will devastate their habitats. According to the report, published Tuesday, the new colonies are situated at the margins of the emperor's breeding range, which makes them vulnerable as the global climate warms. Earlier this year, it emerged that penguin colonies in some parts of the Antarctic had declined by more than 75% over the past half-century, largely as a result of climate change. In coronavirus news, Moderna is charging between $32 to $37 per dose for its coronavirus vaccine for some customers, under cheaper pandemic pricing, it said today. The Massachusetts-based company is currently in discussion for larger volume agreements that will have a lower price. The price the company is charging for small orders is higher than the $19.50 per dose agreed to by U.S. drugmaker Pfizer and German firm BioNTech in a deal with the U.S. government. The company announced that the vaccine will be priced well below value during the pandemic period. After the virus is under control and considered endemic, the pricing will follow the traditional market in line with other commercial vaccines, he said. Moderna said it has begun talks with multiple countries to supply its potential coronavirus vaccine and has already received about $400 million in deposits as of July 31. Last week, the company started a Phase 3 trial testing how safe and effective it is on 30,000 people with results expected as early as October. The company said it anticipates completing enrollment for its Phase 3 trial in September. Earlier Wednesday, Moderna reported a five-fold increase in second-quarter revenue primarily on its coronavirus vaccine work. Revenue jumped to $66.4 million during the quarter, more than five times the $13.1 million it took in during the same period last year. In social media news, Facebook is coming for TikTok. After months of tests, Instagram is finally launching Reels, its latest take on the viral app.
which is facing an uncertain future as Donald Trump threatens to ban the service in the U.S. Reels, which has already been live in India and Brazil, is launching now in 50 countries, including the U.S., U.K., France, Australia, and Japan. It is not the first time Facebook has tried to emulate TikTok, but Reels might just have the best shot at actually succeeding. That is both because it is already built into Instagram, and because the social network has borrowed many of the dynamics that have made TikTok so successful in the first place. Creating a reel is like creating a post for Instagram stories. You can record a series of clips from Instagram's in-app camera, complete with music and or effects. But reels includes more sophisticated editing tools than what's available in stories. For example, you can speed up or slow down your video, and there's an align tool for TikTok-style jump cuts. But the biggest difference between Reels and Stories is the way they are shared. When you upload a Reel, it's automatically shared to the new Reels section of Explorer, with the option of also posting it in your main feed. All the Reels you create will also be viewable in a dedicated section of your profile. And in our final story of the day, Samsung has launched a slew of products at its virtual unpacked event today including its latest smartphones, smartwatch, fully wireless earbuds, and more. The new devices offer some compelling features ahead of Apple unveiling the iPhone 12 and new Apple Watch later this year. The headlining new devices from Samsung today are the Galaxy Note 20 and Galaxy Note 20 Ultra smartphones but Samsung also teased the second generation of its foldable smartphone. Other new products include the company's latest fully wireless earbuds with active noise cancellation, the new Galaxy Watch 3 with hardware to support blood pressure and blood oxygen readings, and more. That is all for today's episode of 10, thank you for listening and have a great day.